Well, a lot of antique timber unfortunately went up in smoke in Sydney this week with that fire in Surrey Hills, close to the CBD and just across from Central Station. An old hat factory burned to the ground in a street that's long been right at the heart of the city's fashion industry, the rag trade. Uh, two teenagers are assisting the police with their inquiries. Uh, Tim Greer is with us. He's an architect with the firm uh, Tonkin Zalika Greer. And he's been working on plans to, to turn that abandoned heritage building uh, into a boutique uh, hotel. Tim, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Tim, my heart goes out to you uh, because you had been working on this project for six years. Um, just tell me how you found out the news, what it felt like to, to watch that building uh, burning to the ground. Well, it was um, extraordinary. I was in a very large meeting and somebody held up their iPad and said, check this out, there's a huge fire in Sydney. And they just lifted up their iPad and turned it around so the whole table could see. And everybody was sort of, um, you know, sort of interestingly shocked. And then when I saw it, my heart just sank because I instantly recognised the building. And then uh, I think I must have just had a total look of shock on my face because the entire meeting just looked at me with absolute empathy. And um, so it was, yeah, it was just a... Um, yeah, it was just you know, it's still very difficult trying to come to terms with it. Um, you know, this it, you know it's it's clearly devastating. But it's and I guess it's um, not just about the bricks and mortar and the uh, uh, antique timber. It's it's actually really about um, the people who've had that building for three generations and their their vision and dream of turning it into something special, and then all the people who've worked on the project for. About six years. I have to say, my, my practice our involvement only goes back four years because um, there was a whole series of stages, approval stages that had to go through, and we we um, joined the project about four years ago. And is everything lost, or, or is there some hope that that some of the frontage will be salvageable that that you can still sort of uh, do something there? Yeah, I really hope so. I hope we can keep something. But um, as I understand it. Um, the, the basically the site is in control of the fire commissioner um, and New South Wales Fire Brigade um, uh, have went to the site yesterday with structural engineers from the public works department and they're assessing which parts of the building need to be taken down for public public safety. So we won't really know what we've got to work with. Um, until that process has happened. And obviously public safety is, is paramount at the moment. Tim, like you, I watched in horror on Thursday yeah. uh, when we saw those pictures <laughs> of the blaze because for 13 years my wife was a tenant in that building. She, she ran a fashion uh, business out of there. And, and that building holds so many memories. It was you know, where my wife had her 30th birthday. It was, it was where, my, <laughs> where my son took his first steps. Um, it was where we had our, our leaving party when we left for, for America 10 years ago. Um, we remember a building that was pretty run down but, but had a lot of charisma and charm and, and bags of potential. Yes, I, mean, I guess it really was a, a quintessential Surrey Hills building. You know, it had had a life of maturing with the Henderson Hat Factory and when that time had passed, I guess the creative industries, which would describe your wife perfectly in a way that um, they took over the site, and I too had lots of friends who had offices there over the years. It was a, um, you know, it was part of this 
Surrey Hills succession, I guess, or urban continuum where different people moved in. Um, lots of creative and very interesting people um, had their offices there. They made things. Um, so it has this incredible um, social um, side to it in terms of the social history of, of Sydney. But then it was also a very beautiful and handsome building, you know. And it, I think that, you know, we had, um, uh, one of the parts of, you know, our, our new building that's really, if you think about it as a contemporary piece of architecture, but it just happened to have this stunning historic building at the centre of it. Um, and, you know, we were um, doing a huge amount of work to restore it back to its former glory, I guess. Yeah, and it really has got a long and storied history, um, going back over a century, I think. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, well, 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 late late 1800s, so, yeah, we could call it a 19th century building, so it spans three uh, three centuries, and it just, you know, just it just sat there. And I think one of the other really interesting things about the new uh, building was that it had a connection uh, through the middle of it that took people into the Surrey Hills or the Eastern Portal for the new metro station at, at Central. So it was actually it was a, a important urban building because it connected. Uh, it was a way of, you know, connecting pedestrians into the new metro station. I've seen the building's renderings that, that your uh, practice has done. I mean, they're fantastic. It, it looked like a great building. Um, this heritage building was only a part of it. Um, yes. So is there a way that you can kind of keep the original design even after this fire? Oh, I think so, De definitely, because the... Um you know, there's there's an approval for a particular volume there that allowed us to build 120 odd uh, hotel rooms and all the associated hotel uses of you know bars and restaurants, etc. Um, and I think you know, just to be honest, we're 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 sort of in. I mean, really, we're not even, or not not quite two days into the saga. So, um, the, I you know, I'm being an architect, I would um, optimistically hope that. We can still make a fabulous building here. It will be slightly different, um, but I think it's really important that the, that some remnants can be preserved, because now now it has this other other part of the building, which is the story of the of the fire in a way. And I think things like that are really important to stay in the consciousness of a of a city. You know, I mean, we we do forget that buildings burn, and 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 as we saw. On Thursday afternoon, when they burn, they're pretty damn scary things. So we need to be um, kind of vigilant in how we how we design these new buildings to make sure that um, you know things like this don't happen too often. Yeah, uh, let's uh, certainly hope they they don't happen again. It really was an an awful fire to watch. Uh, as I said, it uh, mm. it was uh, something that was very brought, brought home to us because of our connection with the building and uh, it must have been yeah. devastating for you as well. Uh, Tim Greer, uh, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Oh, pleasure, pleasure. Well, up next, from an architect uh, of buildings uh, to an architect of, of foreign policy. Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.